Hello guys, and welcome or welcome back to Haiki Adulting, aka the not-so-serious guide as to how to live your best life as a teen, late teen, or fresh adult. I am your host, Jada Jones, and today we've got a wonderful episode with the lovely guest, Brooke Michio. Brooke is a YouTuber, and in this episode, we talk about her recent transition from Boston to New York City, continuing individual and internal work on current movements, as well as building a social media profile during a pandemic, and the importance of saving. So as you can tell, we talk about a lot in this episode, and you guys will most definitely enjoy it, so stay tuned if you want to hear this episode. But before we get into it, I'm going to go ahead and talk about my highs and lows of the week and the other updates going on. So the first thing that we're going to talk about is the lows of the week, and to be honest, I'm just going to go ahead and get real personal. Um, my family and I, and just kind of the entire family as a whole, we've been getting into a ton of arguments as of recently, and I definitely think that it's just because we've been quarantined for a while obviously I'm not going to disclose what kind of issues are happening right now but I mean normal family issues we yell at each other just things like that but I mean guess what that's part of life and I think that we're working on that internally and just trying to figure out what's the best way to move forward and it's been working so we're just going to continue doing that and continuing to work on what's going on and hopefully this just gives you an insight on how families just aren't perfect I know that a lot of people don't have the fortunate experience to live with family and like have a good relationship with family so I do want to let you guys know that it is important to disclose that, you know, everyone has their own issues and that everyone's going through their own things. But yeah, that's definitely been the low of the week, just figuring out what's going on and just dealing with all that. So yeah. But the high of the week definitely has to be the fact that I actually invited a subscriber over to my house for the weekend or kind of the mid end of the weekend. It was like Wednesday night to about Saturday morning. Um, my friend Cassidy came to stay with me. She lives in Virginia and she goes to school in Virginia as well. So I live in Charlotte currently because I obviously moved back from New York City due to the pandemic. With that being said, I asked her to come over because, I mean, we've both been socially distancing and, and all that kind of stuff. So it honestly made sense for her to come over and just socially distance again with us. We didn't go out and just like hang out with tons of people or anything like that. So we definitely stayed to ourselves, just had a good time. It was just one of those things where it just, I needed somebody else in this house. And I'm so glad that it was her. I mean, we could just relate so much on just YouTube things and whatever and just everything going on. So if you guys want to see a vlog from that, I recently uploaded that on Sunday. So be sure to go ahead and check that out. But other updates, I do want to let you guys know that I am pushing my first weekend of my YouTube course till this weekend. I just wanted to give other people a chance to sign up as as well as time to consider if they still wanted to do it so I still have it at its discounted price I didn't do the course last week and the first day will be August 15th and it will run from August 15th to August 16th so it will be two meetings so definitely just DM me if you're interested I'm not going to go ham into that but if you guys are interested in how to start a YouTube channel and start a successful YouTube channel in the year of 2020 before it's over I really do want to just give this course and just trial run it to see if I want to continue doing it with people who are already signed up and the people who are about to sign up so if you're interested feel free to just reach out at my instagram at jada jones with three s's and dm me and i will be sure to just go ahead and chat with you see if this is something right for you i really just want to give people a purpose some sort of something else to do before the end of the year something else to feel passionate about and driven about so yeah i definitely know how it feels to just feel stuck like there's nothing else to look forward to in the world especially right now so yeah, I want to just give people a purpose and a sense of being and a community to refer to. So yeah, I think it's going to be super, super fun. Be sure to reach out soon as this week will be the first week and the first and only week that it's discounted. So 
Yes, we're going to do the reviewer of the week now just because I have that uh, already pulled up. So the reviewer of the week is from Isabella. She says, I found Jada on YouTube when I was starting to really educate myself on the Black Lives Matter movement in late March. She shared her story and she shared information that really inspired me and made me think. I then went to her Insta and now here. This podcast is super great. I like listening to another teen talk about being a teen, especially one that is starting that awkward phase between adult and teenager, which I can totally relate to. I'm excited to continue seeing Jada's content. Also, she hikey just has a beautiful voice. LOL. Thanks. That's such a compliment. But yeah, so if you guys are enjoying this podcast, please review it. Uh, That would make me so happy as well as I'm literally running out of reviews to read on the reviews. So next week, we might not have one unless you guys review the podcast on Apple Podcasts. So don't hesitate to do that as it helps and you will probably be featured in next week's episode. So the quote of this week is actually something that I pulled up from my saved, like, you know, when you save things on Instagram, I had this saved from a long time ago. I actually don't remember when, but this quote says, everything is super important until you were sick. Then you realize there was only ever one thing that was important, your health. But nonetheless, we borrow from the bank of our health, taking loans on stress and sleepless nights to pay for something that doesn't really matter. Um, that was deep. Oh, hello. Just knocked the microphone. Sorry. That was really deep. And I do think, again, it's just so important to keep track of what's going on in your brain. Like we really got to prioritize our mental health here, especially just going through so much right now. And everyone's just kind of still not knowing what's going on. Like that's just a thing right now. Take time to just prioritize your mental health, whether if that's just getting off of social media, hydrating your body, drinking enough water throughout the day, eating healthy foods, sleeping. Again, it's just really important to prioritize the mental health right now. If you're stressing about things that just aren't going to matter in five days, let alone five months or five years, there's no point in stressing about it. Just put your mind on something else. Watch a show. Watch something that makes you happy. I haven't been spending much time on my phone at all, and I think that has really been benefiting my mental health as I'm starting to just not compare myself that much anymore, aka the worst feeling that you can feel when you're just like feeling... I guess insignificant or feeling less than stop looking at other people like I it was just the worst thing this week seeing like other YouTube channels of like smaller creators and whatever and just like people skyrocketing and all this stuff and I'm just like well what's going on with my channel like what's happening you know and everything's a process and like you know it's just important to remember that your journey is so different and beautiful than someone else's and that doesn't undermine how successful your channel is going to be or how successful your business is going to be or how successful whatever like you know so it's important to just stop comparing and just you know keep moving forward and take care of yourself because guess what if you don't take care of yourself there's no moving forward you're just going to keep progressing and you're going to keep wondering why you're not moving forward and it's because you didn't take care of yourself so I hope that helps and I hope that was a good quote of the week. I kind of did that out of order today, but that's just because I didn't pull up the quote yet. Yeah, but with that being said, you guys are going to love this episode with Brooke. Without further ado, let's get right into this episode and I will talk to you guys next week. All right, guys. So today I have the lovely Brooke Michio on Funny Tea. Um, we just recorded like half of this episode and it stopped recording. So we're going to repeat absolutely everything all over again. So how are you, Brooke? It's okay. <laughs> I'm good. I'm good. How are you? I, I'm doing well. I'm so glad to have you on the podcast today. I've been watching you for a few years now and I've just loved seeing you grow up and just seeing your whole process on high school, college and moving and doing all this stuff. And I'm really glad to see you living in New York City now. I mean, I guess you lived in Long Island right before. So, but New York City is like, I miss it so much. I wish I was there right now, but I had to evacuate like as soon as COVID started. But yeah, kind of how has COVID just been up there and like the moving process with New York City and all that stuff? 
Yeah. Um, it's been a crazy, crazy few months, I guess, for me uh, on all ends. I mean, for everybody, of course, like I feel like, oh, for me, but like, yeah, for everybody. I'm originally from Long Island, New York, but I lived in Boston uh, post-grad because I originally took a job up there. Now I do social media like free, free, free I say freelance, <laughs> but not really. I do it like for myself, mm-hmm. like um, full time, essentially. So I have a YouTube channel, um, you know, Instagram podcast, mm-hmm. like whatever, just all forms of social media. Um Super fun. I love doing it. Um, But I lived in Boston and I worked a corporate job and I left that job last fall. But I still like lived in Boston all the way through. So, you know, that week of like March, whatever, Mm -hmm. you know, when everybody evacuated, I did as well. Um, And I was just in a really weird position with my lease ending and I wasn't sure what to do because it was really bad up here, honestly. I mean, you know, so the pandemic was, it hit really hard. So it wasn't really an option to move at that time. So I thought that my best option would be to at first extend my lease in Boston. Mm -hmm. So I like did that. My, my apartment leasing people were so flexible. I was so fortunate to be able to pay my rent on time and everything. So they were just being, they were working with me literally in any way that they could. Um, they were like, you need to stay longer. You need to stay shorter, like whatever it is. Um, we got you. So I originally extended my lease in Boston, but then I went up to visit, I think like early May and I just was like this is miserable Mm -hmm. like I just hated it I was so over it I was really starting to like not even Boston as a city but just my experience in Boston I was like I don't have any purpose of being here anymore you know I moved there for work uh, because I worked outside of the city and like it just made sense at the time but then my dream has always to kind of end up in New York City that was my dream post-grad but it didn't work out right away so I uh, decided to move so I called my apartment and I was like actually just kidding I'm can I actually like end my lease you know normal time and they let me push it back so I ended it um, end of June and mid-July I started a lease here in the city so it was yeah, yeah, weird time to move for, for sure. sure. Like, I'm not gonna, I don't want to like be out here recommending it to everybody, but I live alone. Um, my family's like we said from Long Island, so it's been really convenient to drive in and out. Like, they're they've been helping me with my stuff, and it was a very like overall very safe move. I felt really safe. I did have some movers, and they all wore masks, and um, of course, we just you know took our time and did everything, no no rushing, and. It's it's been nice in a in a weird way pros and cons of like moving during covid it's pros is I really get the time to get used to my space get comfortable uh establish like this new kind of routine in a way even though I don't really have a routine but you know decorate and get comfortable um and I love my apartment. I feel really lucky. To yeah, live here. that's awesome. So, yeah, I know Thank it's you. been really weird with the pandemic and just kind of everything. But for apartment hunting, how was that whole process like during it? Because I know like if you had to come back and forth a couple of times, at least it wasn't like an eight hour drive. You know what I'm saying? But yeah, so, <laughs> yeah. But the apartments that you looked like, like how was that process? Because I feel like a lot of people are actually doing the apartment hunting process right now because it's just a financially smart decision because everything's just kind of low. So, yeah, how was that? And when did you kind of do all that? I actually have noticed that, too. I noticed that the average like rates are definitely a little bit lower they say that yeah i saw this guy on tiktok who's like a realtor and he said they're especially low for if anybody wants to know three bedroom oh wow Um, done yeah with two roommates and that's great Yeah, yeah for sure keep that in mind um, but I definitely have noticed just overall, like the rates, I mean, I'm not going to be like, it's a steal. Like, mm-hmm. absolutely not. Right. I'm not saying I know, that, New York like, City is know, just like, whatever. <laughs> no, 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 no. But you know what I mean for the time. And I guess like moving in the summer, I feel like in the city is probably more ideal anyways, because moving in the winter just seems miserable. That would be really challenging. That's the worst. Just don't. Yeah. Don't consider. <laughs> yeah. I use street easy. Um, I didn't hire a realtor or anything. I don't think many people do that anymore. No, no, as far no, as no. I know, yeah. I don't think it's necessary unless you're not buying. for New York City. Yeah. Um, yeah. So I just use street easy and I just put in, it's really 
great because you put in exactly what you're looking for. Um, Neighborhood-wise, I'm in the Lower East Side. I honestly didn't really explore too many neighborhoods with the hunt. I did East Village and Lower East Side because I kind of knew I wanted to be in this area. I just knew this is where, for people my age, I'm 23, this is where a lot of people tend to be, and I'm so happy with it, like thrilled so far. Yeah. Yeah, I feel like it's definitely... It's also, like, accessible to so much, you know, like, you could pop on the FDR and, like, go Mm -hmm. wherever you need to go if you take a car or, obviously, subway could take you anywhere. But I feel very, like, comfortable with my decision. So I'm very, very thankful. Yeah. Oh, yeah. So did you bring your car up there? I don't have my car in the city. Okay, that's what I thought. That's at home. Yeah. Yeah. I'm from, so where, yeah, Yeah. where I'm from, Long Island, it's an hour away Mm -hmm. um, by train or car, really, if there's no traffic. By train, it's exactly an hour where I live. But then you have to get, you know, to the station, from right. the station, whatever it is. But I had a car in Boston because I worked outside of the city and I lived a little bit outside of the city. So driving was a little bit easier. Mm-hmm. I didn't have to. And my building had a garage and stuff. But in, in New York City, I feel like people don't have cars. Yeah, no, I mean, there's no as reason far to. as I've seen. Yeah, For sure. That's the most convenient part about New York City. And just what I love the most, because just having the freedom to just kind of go wherever you want and know that there's a subway station nearby or that, you know, if you want to take an Uber to the nearest substation, it can be like five dollars. Like, seriously. So, I mean, totally. that's the most convenient part about New York City. And everything's just right there. So that's what I loved about it the most. So kind of how has transportation been like during COVID and like the subway and like just everything? How has that been? I haven't taken the subway during COVID. I took the Long Island Railroad back and forth because I went home mm-hmm. this past oh, week. Oh, yeah, yeah, my right. Brother's graduation of high school, which what a terrible time. That I feel literally, so bad for oh him. my God, that's crazy. It's just not, it's a, it's a really, I feel really especially bad. I feel bad for everybody, of course, but like that age group because it's their senior year of high school and freshman year of college yeah. so it's really both for sure it, yeah it knocks out both that's hard for sure I got so lucky because yeah. I was I was class of 2020 I was supposed to be class of 2020 but I graduated last year so and then I moved to New York City so I had like a whole year on my own in the city but it was you. crazy like just thinking that I just lucked out on a pandemic like I count my blessings every day I was like I, I don't even know how that was just an innate decision and it was just happened to be right but who could say that they saw something like this coming quite literally like moving back in and being like you know this is my permanent home yeah. for like the near future it was definitely um different but I'm I have the you know that's best great. mom dad brother ever so I'm very lucky I, I mean yeah I'm so grateful to have been able to have the opportunity to come back and live at home too even though like that wasn't the like most luxurious situation and being like you know Mm -hmm. it's weird because especially if you've been independent for a bit already and like already into the real Mm -hmm. world and then like moving back in with mom and dad is just like what is life like how what is this you know and I feel like everyone kind of had that experience because especially if you were paying rent in New York City it was just so common for everyone to go back home because why be in New York City at the epicenter of everything going on you know totally now it's kind of contradictory because now New York City is the safest place to be (laughs) because you guys handled it seriously and now the south is the worst so Oh, yeah. It's definitely it's definitely like it, it changes all the time, of course. Like, I mean, yeah, like, yeah, the South is worse, of course. But like, think about how fast it changed that up up here at first because of the amount of people that travel through New York and everything, why the virus was so high at first. But it was scary up here yeah. for a while. Even Long Island, I like the peak of the virus living at home. It was like, don't leave the house unless you truly have to. Mm-hmm. Like, unless it's like, yeah. So I, I'm thankful that it's a little bit more of a comfortable world but I feel like New Yorkers haven't let their guard up which I appreciate that kind of includes everything like daily life of just getting your daily needs of like shopping and whatever so like how has shopping been and just you know getting your daily needs of like food and groceries every single week grocery cart stuff how is everything just the whole update (laughs) yeah yeah um I have not gotten a grocery cart Uh, (laughs) that was like my struggle I feel like the first like few days of living here I was like all right I have to go to Trader Joe's and it's like 
I don't know, less than a mile away, but like more than half a mile. So like in between those mm-hmm. two, um, which you don't like I could walk there. No problem, Correct. of course. But it's when you walk back with two or three bags of heavy groceries, you know, like in a hundred degree weather. <laughs> exactly. So my arms, I thought that they were going to fall off. Honestly, by the time I got back, I was um, and then I just realized I was like, all right, I can't do this unless, you know, you Uber to and from the grocery store or you figure out an alternative solution. Like we said, grocery cart or what I've been doing is just um, Whole Foods delivery mm-hmm. or I know people love like Instacart yeah, and those things, right. but I just, yeah, I've, I'm prime on Amazon. So I think it's like free or inexpensive and then you tip. So that's how I get like all my fresh produce. And then I use Thrive, not sponsored, mm-hmm. but uh, Thrive Market or just any other. I mean, you could really get pantry goods I feel like from anywhere you know when that comes to like can canned can stuff goods, yeah. or like crackers or like snacks more like snacky type foods I feel like you could you could literally just order those delivered to your door like from any service so it's just preference um but it it hasn't been too, like figuring it out it hasn't been too bad oh and HelloFresh obviously I do HelloFresh a lot so that's been so that's been great for like those kind of meals yeah so I mean that's just the whole struggle of New York City pandemic or not just getting groceries to and from your house it's like five flights of stairs red arms the whole ordeal so glad to see that you're handling it okay yeah literally oh gosh I remember being there last summer during July and that was like my first time up there like alone for two weeks just to see if I would like it and it was just so inexplicably hot like I can't even explain how hot it was because like when you think about it new york city like it's the coldest but like in the summer all the like heat emissions from buildings and stuff make it 10 times worse and like the cars and just kind of everything but the weather was just like we were going through a heat wave didn't you guys just go through one as well like yeah it was extremely it's extremely hot up here i mean that's yeah i i don't and i feel like i say it's hot and then people in texas are like that's my ring right (laughs) people in texas like you don't live in texas like it's really hot here i'm like i'm sure it's hot there too yeah but it's the Um, same it's literally the same yeah it's so hot everywhere it's it's very warm so i i've been spending a a lot i'm not even gonna say an embarrassing amount because it's not embarrassing i mean we're in a pandemic i've been spending a lot of time indoors but luckily i have a beautiful apartment and um very thankful to have this time with it i feel like i'm like spending time with it that's nice i'm glad so yeah so i mean since moving there alone and just kind of doing that whole thing like how have you been just mentally like dealing with just what's going on and just everything i know things have been super hard on just everybody's end but i do know that you know, I guess it's a really good time to reflect on just everything, whether if that's, you know, the movements going on, protests going on, global things going on, like literally Lebanon just had an explosion. Like, you know what I'm saying? And it's like, imagine topping that on top of like a corrupt government and just all that stuff. So, I mean, it's really important just to count blessings, but how has everything been for you? Yeah, I think, I think social media has been such like a big learning component in all of this. And I love how, I mean, of course, like it's, tragedies that are happening all over of course which is not a good thing by any means but it's crazy to me how interconnected we all can be now I feel like even five years ago it didn't used to be this way you know what I mean like if there was an explosion in another country we would you know have to be watching the news to learn about that versus now you could literally just go on Instagram or Twitter which I think is really helped widen everybody's kind of worldview and realize that like the world is a lot bigger than you think it is you know and it's not just like and it, it minimizes I feel like I feel like everything seems like the end of the world, at least in my life. Like, I'll be like, oh, I can't believe I'm dealing with this. It sucks. And it's like it really minimizes your problems and makes you realize, like, there are great, great struggles going on. So at least for me, it's been like a time of a lot of self-reflection of that, I guess. And not to like not to downplay anybody's struggles. Like, of course, mental health and all that is so, so, so valid. So I don't mean it like that. But I guess more so like I see it as in a a way um, how social media is such a positive thing and it's helping us all 
like I said, to become more interconnected, to learn, to grow, to um, have these resources, I think. Like I've even recently just found so many awesome Instagram accounts that I'm able to gather so much knowledge from, I guess. And I, f I feel like I used to just use Instagram as this tool of not even a tool, but like just like to follow bloggers and celebrities and, like girls, and yeah like whatever things, yeah right. celebrities yeah and be like updated and be like oh i like her outfit mm -hmm. or whatever but like i'm realizing that it's really just a platform and it's however you choose to use For it sure. i try to encourage everyone to do that like do that self-reflection on yourself you know what i mean mm -hmm. if it is whoever you follow whatever content you take in because um i've definitely like catered that all recently and it's helped a lot that's good yeah i i personally think social media has just had such an impact especially during the pandemic i feel like things were just 10 times as more amplified because that was everyone's only way of expression. When you're stuck at home, you're going to be on your phone and you're going to be on Instagram mm -hmm. and you're going to be consuming what's on Snapchat and Twitter and all these things. And while it was negative in many aspects of just like, I don't know, spending too much time on social media, you can definitely switch up what you're looking at and follow different accounts and like know what's going on. And I think honestly, if the pandemic didn't happen, I don't think the Black Lives Matter movement would have exploded the way that it did because I mean, it didn't start this year. Black Lives Matter has been around for so long. And then as of recently, it's really blown up to its biggest, fullest potential. And now there are still protests going on in every single city that you can think of. And it's not shown on the media. So it's so important to consume just whatever you're learning from valid sources because it's scary because if Instagram wasn't around, you wouldn't know that protests were still going on. You wouldn't know that people are still trying to get people to donate and seeing what explosion again. Yeah, it's happening in what country. And I think it's a really good resource. I really do. But it's better to be educated and like learn internally and really do all of the action on the side and not posting it and like really ingesting it how has your experience been with just learning more and just doing everything that you can i do see that you're posting like black owned businesses in your podcast and i do see that you're making the active effort i do think that you're you know you're doing the thing and i don't want your work to go unnoticed so talk about that thank you for saying that um yeah i i'm just realizing with my role as and quote, I hate the word influencer, quote influencer, how I can help basically, how I can, how I can use my privilege for good, how I can, you know, do the work. And of course, like I'm doing the work offline. I think that's so important to note. Like there's so much learning, um, and reading and donating, of course, that I do which, without posting on social media, because I don't think it's something that needs to be shared every time. Hey, I just read this article. Of course, if it's a great yeah. article and I'm like, wow, you know, th this was worth the read. I'll share it. Um, however, um, I think that that's just daily practice now for me and that's not necessarily something that I f needs to be published every time. Although I do want to like set a good example for um, other people who follow me or for people who may be looking for ways to get involved in um, the movement, et cetera. But I've noticed that with my <laughs> influence, um, one way that I could strongly help is by promoting black owned businesses and minority owned businesses. And um, I've really seen, I think, the impact that I can have when I have these small businesses. Um, I've had them, you know, reach back out to me and say, like, you know, thank you so much for the promotion. Like, I've, you know, seen the sales or whatever. And I'm like, if that is one w simple way that I can help and use, like I said, my privilege and my yeah, influence. Sure. Like, I'm, yeah. And I'm just realizing now, like, th the privilege, I guess, and the power that I have with my purchasing dollars as well. Mm -hmm. So I'm, that's more or less like me sharing um, one thing that I've learned and one way that I can, um, continuously 
support moving forward yeah i mean it just takes a lot of internal learning at this point like i'm still learning stuff like as a person of color i'm still learning about things that i didn't even know about because frankly these are the things not taught in school and it's so easy to be blind by all this stuff because i mean you're taught everything that you're taught in school but it is important to just listen to people and just listen to what's going on and just accept everything that you can accept and for goodness sake like admit that you're wrong and then know what's Mm -hmm. going on you know and like adapt to that and like be better because guess what it is so much better for you to be like oh my gosh I did this wrong and then like move forward and you know and change I feel like people would Mm -hmm. appreciate that so much more than to just be like okay well I mean I'm just going to show this and this and this that I've done you know I'd rather you do all of the internal work on the side and like really get things going for you and like know what you're doing than to just be like okay I'm going to post this article and like not even read it you know what I'm saying so yeah but I've been seeing your effort and I do want to just go ahead and you know acknowledge that so thank you girl thank you for saying that I agree with you It it definitely doesn't need to be like applauded and it's not I think that's like the line of performative too. Mm -hmm. Like when people are like, Oh, I just do it to like get a pat on the back. And that's like not my motivation with all of this. It's um, just what I have learned is something that's important to me and something that I realize that I've, I I have this voice and I have this platform. um, So I want to use it in that way. Okay, Brooke. So now we're going to switch back onto a career track. What's going on with social media? Like, how do you think, you know, people who are just trying to think about social media, starting it now during Mm -hmm. a pandemic, do you think it's oversaturated? Do you think it's time for people to just start creating stuff no matter what it is? Like, what is your take on people starting social media right now in 2020? I I don't believe in like oversaturated. I really don't because I think that you could argue that you know anything was oversaturated any industry in the past has been oversaturated but Mm -hmm. there's still manages to be you know people who can get in and like um, make a change but I guess even in like the YouTube space um, I think of someone like Kelly Stamps who has grown from such a smaller following I think she had like a couple hundred subscribers in the beginning of the year now she has over 350,000 subscribers so and she's been on she's been I guess on the platform mm-hmm. for a she few has, years, yeah. I think. I don't know if it's like the pandemic. I don't really know what the cause is for her specifically, but it just shows that like anything can happen to anyone. So I definitely agree that um, people should stop making excuses. So if you're someone Agreed. who's like, I want to yeah. start, you know, and I get it, I've been there. I don't have the right camera or I don't like the way I look right now or like whatever your excuses are. Like, I don't know how to edit. Like then learn how to edit, you know, teach yourself. Like it's, I, I'm self-taught everything. Same, like I right. learned it with like, yeah, with YouTube tutorials, like it's definitely possible and I think that there's no better time than now, especially if you have more time, downtime yeah. or whatever it is. And yeah, I know a lot of people now, if you're transitioning to work from home or um, if you're in any situation where you just have more time, pick it up. Why not? Or it doesn't even need to be if you have more time. But you know what I mean? Right. Like everyone's home. We're all around. I think people are consuming more content than normal Anything, because they yeah. have more time. Yeah, more time to do so. Um, so my, my thing is always just, you know, start, uh, try to find people always say like, what, what should I do though? Like what, what type of video should I make? You have to make what makes you happy. You know, um, if you love makeup, talk about makeup. Like, you know, if you're a fitness gal or guy, like talk about fitness Mm -hmm. for me, like fitness has never really been like that, that much of like a pillar of my life. So I don't really dwell too much on it, but that's like, okay. Um, I'll talk about it like in the way that I do, but I'm not like, Hey guys, here's like a workout that I love. You know what I mean? Um, but I focus more on like, talking about things that are going on in my personal life Mm -hmm. or like friends I show a lot of my family um I show you know my apartment my move figuring it out in my 20s I guess 
Uh, that's like more or less the theme of my channel, I like to say, because it's like everything under the sun. You know, I talk about food, I talk about makeup, clothes, but like it's all fall falls underneath that one umbrella of like finding yourself, mm -hmm. if you want to like say that. Um, but I love it and it's so fun. So I think that anybody um, could find joy in it. And I, I definitely recommend it to everybody. I think that if you're thinking about it, you're going to regret it more in the long run if you don't do it than if you just try. Agreed. Yeah, I definitely think that there is space for everybody on any platform right now. Um, social media is being consumed at an abnormal amount of rate. Like, um, hello, that made no sense. At an abnormal rate because everyone's just on it. Everyone has time to look at stuff. So, I mean, I just say create. I mean, the worst thing you can do is make a fail video. And guess what? You're going to make a fail video. It's not going to be your best work when you just start. But it really is just a matter of starting um, and just creating because guess what? There's always going to be growth. You will always continue to grow unless you stop. So, I mean, consistency, I mean, that's such a big thing. It's more important to create stuff. Like maybe it's not going to be the most masterpiece thing that you do, but you know, just starting it and just continuing to create, you will always grow. Whether if it takes 10 to 15 years, you will always grow. You know what I'm saying? Like you're not going to be the next David Dobrik tomorrow. Like it's just not going to happen. But like, I, I mean, if one person just feels changed by you and feels inspired by you, I think it's worth it, you know? Yeah, I completely agree. And you never know until you try. I think that's the big thing. You know, people are like, oh, I can never do that. Like, I don't have the personality for it. Like, there's people of all different for personality sure. types on YouTube. I think that it's the stereotype. Like, I think you and I are very, like, personable, like, outgoing, like, whatever, bubbly. But not everybody's like that. There's plenty of people who are dry, sarcastic, yes. witty, like, what, whatever it may. I mean, all, all different types. So I think – and it doesn't have to be on YouTube, too. I think people – have this thing down like oh I have to you know do TikTok or I have to do YouTube like it doesn't have to be like do whatever makes you happy you know if you love photography do Instagram like whatever makes you happy I think that we were just talking about this before we recorded there's so much pressure with like when something new comes out yes. like oh I need to Instagram hop on just this. released reels, reels like yeah, oh today. I have to do it <laughs> right. yeah and while I guess yeah obviously that is like important because I see uh, literally on my feet everyone's doing it right now so I'm like oh damn I guess I should do that same. but at the same time like you have to do what's unique and like authentic to you mm -hmm. agreed and yeah with that being said yeah reels just came out on instagram that's such <laughs> a new thing but it's tiktok on instagram i mean we saw that with stories too do you remember when stories came out and everyone was yeah. like ew this is snapchat and then now everyone only talks on their instagram stories and like barely is a snapchat yeah. it's just so funny so yeah you don't kind of have to like settle down with youtube if you feel like you're more of a photographer and you want to share your work on instagram do that like it's super important to just create i mean right now we can be at our creative like high like even though everyone's stuck at home and like doing whatever I think it's important to document this time whether if that's just journaling and like not putting your stuff on social media like you yeah. never know what that can turn into you know like maybe journaling now and doing whatever action now could lead to a book in five years like you just never know so I guess yeah it's just more important to create pick up the pen pick up the camera hit record just do the whole thing it's not going to be your best work but guess what there will be something that hits you know <laughs> so yeah totally <laughs> all right so I wanted to ask you even though right now it's just weird and it's a weird time what does a week in your life as a content creator look like good good question um I like that you said week because I feel like day is so all, all over, over the place, the place you know <laughs> yeah yeah um so I I mean I post right now I'm posting three videos a week on YouTube so I guess a lot of my week is that kind of like comes first that's mm -hmm. like the first thing I feel like I put in my calendar and I'm like all right I have to do this so whether that be and a lot of my videos are vlog style so I'm literally just like showing what I'm doing nice. whether that be like decorating my apartment, cleaning my apartment, cooking, um, cleaning or, um, working, I guess. So I guess every morning, um, I 
wake up, you know, breakfast, if it is breakfast, coffee, um, check emails. I feel like a lot of my job is just done on the computer. Honestly, like a lot of yeah. a lot of administrative stuff. I feel like I'm always planning too. Cause if I'm planning a future podcast episode, that's all just like literally in like a Word document, just like if I if we have a guest on or whoever, um, you know, just notes about that, what's coming up. Um a lot of interaction on social media, of course. So like if I post an Instagram story, you know, like gauging feedback from those things, it's literally like, it's just a bajillion jobs in one. It's hard to be like, this is one thing that I do. Cause I feel like if I film a video, I, I don't have a specific filming day. I don't have a specific editing day. Right. Like I'm just, I just don't operate that way. I'm more of like a, Hey, I just filmed this video. Let me sit down and edit it now. Like I'm more of like a finish the project through person. Um, which I think it just depends who you are. You know, some people operate better like, hey, Monday I'm going to put on makeup, so I'll film three videos. I've just never been that way. Right. I'm, I'm, like, here for it, but I'm more of, like, a film edit post throughout the week. I wish it was more structured, though. Like, you know what I'm saying? Like, I, I, I kind of miss the structure of just, like, oh, like, let's wake up. I have this to do. But, I mean, at this point, like, who has structure, you know? Yeah, and there's always, like, calls in my day. Like, of course, we're recording mm-hmm. now, so, like, this was pre-planned in the calendar. And then there's other stuff in the calendar that's preset, like, if I have, you know – like I said, like doctor's appointments or if it's just, that's like personal stuff, but I'm talking about like right. work. Then. And then if it's, you know, like zoom calls mm-hmm. or, um, calls with like, I have like a quote, a team now cause I have a manager and an agency. So like we all sync up now to kind of discuss like what I'm posting and like wh- what sponsors I have coming up, uh, creating sponsored content. Like you have to submit that for approval in advance. Um, it's really, there is no, there's no linear thing to yeah. It. yeah like it's really it's really all over the place I really do wish that there was a little bit more structure I really do look forward to the times that I get to sit down and like do the emails right. and stuff like that because that gives me like a sense of normalcy like oh I have a normal job mm-hmm. but I but I love I love what I do I think my brain is just like I'm an Aries me too <laughs> but I'm just all yes, uh, oh really yes. oh <laughs> that's why we vibe oh for sure for sure but we're like all over the place you know mm-hmm. what I mean like I I don't know if you're like that with a task too but like after I do a podcast I'm like okay now I want to like listen back to it and like you know do the edits or like whatever it may be um like immediately and I want like a result immediately like if I film yes. a video I'm like I want to post it like right now, now. Oh, yeah yes but I'm trying to get more um like a little bit scheduled out with YouTube just in case because it is like a lot of pressure like not pressure but it's definitely more like unnerving like oh today's a Thursday and like I have no video for Saturday but like I do have a video for Saturday I just need to make one now for Tuesday for Tuesday yes um so I think it's I'm trying to work on that like giving myself a little bit more time I guess because I think working up until the working up until like the deadline is like stressful I know that's yeah for real I totally get that I don't know it's weird but I mean again I feel like even people who have nine to fives right now like don't have structure either it's just one of those things where it's like even if you have kids or like a a life to take care of and just whatever it's very just spontaneous and I feel like I I think it's a wake-up call I really do I think everyone was just so comfortable in the schedule you know so comfortable with everything and right now that's the one constant we have is change so and I, I guess that's a weird thing to adapt to, but I think it, it I think it just makes us stronger as humans and just as a human race, you know? So I really do. I do think it's for the better to just like, I don't know, have a little bit more spontaneity and everything and just, I think yeah. so too. Flexibility. Sure. I think that we were so like, I, I know it, New yeah. Yorkers, especially were this way. Like it was like, I constantly have to be busy. I constantly have to like have my schedule booked or whatever. And I think this has taught a lot of people like for sure what's really important, you know, and to step back. And I'm, I'm, I've never been a supporter of like, hustle culture and stuff. work yeah, yeah like workaholism and stuff like that like I definitely believe in like you know finding what you love and doing it but I I take plenty of breaks I am probably more on I, I consider myself an ambitious person but I think my work ethic is um 
it depends on the day. It truly does. You know, some days I'm like, wow, I'm really crushing. And some days I'm like, I can't move from the couch. So, but I think that's the reality of a lot of people's, you know, you can't be constantly motivated all the time. For sure. So I think that's a, another conversation to have. It's also the pressure to feel like you're just doing something. Like, even if it's like productive mm-hmm. or not, you're just like, well, I'm doing something. Like, I guess this must be good. But I think relaxation time has just been a really big like thing that I had to implement at this time because it was always just so go, go, go. And in New York City, everyone's walking at like 10 times the normal pace, yeah. of, you know, walking. And I was so used to that. And now I feel like just the ghost town of it all just makes it seem so weird like the vibe is just off you know but I mean I guess I've realized that I actually kind of like the slow life and there's nothing wrong with it there's nothing wrong with it at all so I guess that was a big takeaway from just everything as well yeah I agree and I yeah I think a lot of people are coming to that conclusion now too Mm -hmm. and just realizing like maybe I could take one thing off my plate or whatever it is everybody's in a different situation too though so yeah, you do. Yeah. You. <laughs> you do, right, exactly. All right, I think we've kind of head to the end of the podcast, but before we end it, I wanted to ask you, what is your adulting tip for the listeners? Oof, oh my gosh. Okay, I'm all over the place with adulting, but I really, I, I have to stress to you guys the importance of, like, saving and money mm, management talk and about it. go ham <laughs> i i mean i feel like people used to always tell me this when i was like your age mm-hmm, like in college right. and stuff people would be like save and i was like yeah like i can do that when i'm older and then you realize just things add up mm-hmm. like even if you do things like even if you are getting an apartment and you're furnishing it on a budget like you yeah you could totally do it on a budget but things add up mm-hmm. and um just life is um expensive as you get older so i would definitely recommend for for those purposes too but then also for general like investing in like financial planning and that stuff for like the future i think it's so important so i think reflecting on your finances and i know it's all well and good like while you're young to like <laughs> for sure party and live it up whatever whatever that means to you like spending how you want i have so many friends who you know like they get a paycheck and they of course like treat themselves like buy go online shopping and stuff and i'm not saying to not do that but just um if you can save anything, I think your future self will thank you. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that's a, I'm glad you're the first person that said like a financial type tip because yeah, it's just really important. I think at my age, especially, I guess people just don't understand the value of money. When did you learn that this was important and how did you teach yourself all of the terminology and all that stuff? Did you like yeah. Google it? Did you just ask your mom? Like what, what did you do? It's tough. Um, I, when I actually, I started doing all my finance stuff, I would like save and I put it into a savings account, but I started doing more quote investing and that stuff actually when I started my job uh because I had a 401k which I that's since like whatever that's not Mm -hmm. a thing anymore because I don't work there anymore but um I was like oh this investing plan and like uh, a bunch of the people I worked with were talking about investments and I was like would you guys mind like having a conversation with me about it it. like I just yeah yeah I just like never really learned and they sat me down and like taught me kind of what um like general funds look like so there's ones that you can get that are basically like an average of um like the stock market basically so it's it's definitely not I don't want to like give anybody the wrong advice because it's hard with the words or whatever but those are basically more stable than if you just were to invest in one company because obviously one company could go under but what are the odds that like the stock market's gonna completely crash and like everyone will lose their money so um I think like investing in those more like an index fund that's what it's called Mm -hmm. um that's for more like specific investing but and it's not to say like that I think that they're the most like financially like equipped people but I just like felt like they had a baseline of knowledge and like could teach it to me in like a talkable way versus I feel like so many of the resources I completely agree. Mm-hmm. So many of the resources online make it so confusing. So confusing. Like dumb it down as dumb as you can get it and that'd be great. That's what I'm you saying. Yeah. yeah. I need it like I need like the simplest version. So like I'm not out here like giving investing advice. Like I really don't know what I'm saying, but this is just like what I've learned and something that I'm doing. Um 
But I feel like I learned the value of saving and all of that really post-college, which is unfortunate because I feel it like in college, nice. I really, Yeah, to have that. Yeah. I definitely saved. Like, I had money in my savings account when I graduated college, but I, I didn't invest or anything previous to that point. I um, honestly was a pretty frivolous spender. I still am, like, working on it, of course. Like, there's definitely ways that I can cut back, and I'm learning, like, hey, like, maybe, you know, don't spend all of your money on, like, random stuff on Amazon. Like, it's important to learn, and I don't think that there should be, like – it shouldn't be a shame thing. Like, even though I, yeah, I guess I learned to post college. Like who cares? Like, right. I learned. Exactly. Now we're going to move on. Correct. Yeah. yeah. Even the pandemic just goes to show like, it's great to have savings. Like, you know, like you just kind of never know when something like this is going to hit. And I think that's where a lot of people went wrong because I mean, not wrong. Just like, it just wasn't a thing in your mind to be like, Oh, I should save for a pandemic. You know, like no one ever mm-hmm. was just like, that's what's going to happen next year. You know? So yeah, it's important. It's just a really weird thing because as teenagers, it's very just like, Oh, you know, I've got a paycheck. That's great. Like money, money, money. Maybe it might be cool to learn how to invest, but I just wish they taught it in schools. I just wish it was more. I know. Like it just makes no I hate sense. That. It just literally makes absolutely no yeah. sense. I was in like, my, I went to public school and my public school had like a business program for high school, but it was actually like pretty great, but we still didn't even really learn that much about investing per se. Like, I feel like you learn, like they teach you like invest instead of save because you make more money, but it's like, how do I invest? You right. know, like what service do I use? Like there's still so many questions that people have and it's a it's a tough like gray zone I think and it's then it's like those people who have their parents to like help them and stuff like have that privilege of like getting in at the right time we need more resources for For young people for sure but yeah that was always just kind of a thing it's like well where do we learn this stuff like how do you fill out your tax forms and like no one knows how to do any of that stuff like what is a w4 what's a w2 like no one knows that like at my age and I think I guess that was kind of a blessing just kind of being thrown into the real world right after high school and just doing what I'm doing but it's just I guess it was just a learning curve and I just wish it was more it was just taught more and like even some parents like and people older like they don't know what they're doing either so they just like hire someone to do it so I mean even then I would like to know for myself so that I'm not getting caught up in legal stuff and like whatever just all of the back things that no one talks about especially as a content Mm -hmm. creator and freelancer it's you're really in charge of everything that you do whether if that's like writing off what's going on with taxes and all that stuff yeah you gotta figure it all out and it's just never taught so yeah I know we someone needs to start like a website or something on like giving all that that. because I feel like even like reading like so many people I know have gotten screwed over because of contracts like one little line in a contract like who knows but like they're not going to teach you in college even unless you study law how to read a contract of course like I took a basic legal studies for business course because I was like required to and I didn't learn anything about like of course you know they say like read your contracts but it's not like if they put this in a contract it specifically means like this so I think there needs to be more help for all of those for people who aren't millionaires you know agreed agreed but yeah that was great financial advice like even though she's not a professional (laughs) or whatever that's pretty that's really good advice I loved it thank you no I just I would never want someone to be like Brooke said to to do this (laughs) definitely like learn on your own and I know like the videos suck and like the resources are not great but like it's trust me it is worth the time because then you'll figure it out Perfect. Thank you so much, Brooke, for coming on the podcast. I loved having you on. It was such a great and chill episode. Go ahead and shout out your Instagram channel, all that stuff. It will be linked down below, but letting it come from her herself. (laughs) Thank you for having me. It's so fun. Um, I'm at Brooke Michio. That's M-I-C-C-I-O, Brooke with an E, on Instagram, Brooke Michio on YouTube, uh, Twitter too. TikTok. <laughs> TikTok. Is called, and then my podcast is called uh, Gals on the Go. Perfect. Thank you so much for coming on again. And yeah, that's it. 